Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. You're fisting. It's the whole... Yes. Mm-hmm. There he is. All right. <laughs> Welcome back, friends, to DC Movie News. Uh, I'm Roxy Stryer alongside, and he's back in full force, Johnny LaQuasto. It is uh, good to be here with so- alongside two of my favorite people. We don't have Gertler, we don't have Kalinowski, but we do have the three of us. So it's uh, wonderful. That's, that's very true. Uh, fan favorite always on this show, Jay Washington in the house. Uh, thank you. I'm happy to be back on here and again to be with two, fav- two of my favorite people and to just be celebrating today what an amazing day it is being Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth to every black man and woman out there. I just got to say it. Uh, it's a, it's beautiful seeing the way the world has embraced this day, which it should have been done. But that's nonetheless. But we had to talk about some good comic book stuff, have some fun. So that's what I'm here for. Happy Juneteenth to you. And I'm glad that you mentioned that uh, because today is Juneteenth. And I know that, Johnny, you've been talking about um, making sure that we were doing everything we can to be allies and be supporters. And today I know that you are asking people to support by giving finances to National Underground Railroad Freedom Center. Johnny, can you talk a little bit about that and how they can do it? Sure. Like, well, Jay mentioned, you know, 155 years ago, slavery officially came to an end, even though two years earlier it was supposed to have ended, but Texas sure held things up. And so 155 years later, here we are, Uh, But there still are people enslaved throughout the world. And there's an amazing organization called the National Underground Railroad Freedom Center. Uh, Freedomcenter.org is their website. And their mission statement really explains it all. I'll read it to you guys. Is Their mission is to reveal stories about freedom's heroes from the era of the Underground Railroad to contemporary times, challenging and inspiring everyone to take courageous steps for freedom. And I found out about this organization through one of the greatest people I've ever met in my life. He's no longer with us. He's, uh, his name is Jerry Gore. I met him back in 2013. I was in Kentucky to host a Tough Mudder event. And anytime I go to a new town, I want to learn about the local history. And uh, the woman working in my hotel said, you need to call Jerry Gore. Here's his number. <laughs> That's what happens in a small town. You get someone's number. I called him. We hung out uh, pretty much that whole weekend. He was the most knowledgeable person in the country about the Underground Railroad. Uh, His great-grandfather escaped slavery to freedom heroically, and Jerry spent every dollar he had on collecting artifacts from slavery. I held them in my hands, brought tears to my eyes, and he was one of the kindest human beings I've ever met, and his life purpose was about education, and we became friends, you know, up until the day he passed away, and ever since then, I've never forgotten about him. Every time I think about Jerry, I smile because he just wants people to be educated. And I I think today, seeing that Juneteenth is officially being made a holiday by more people than in the past, we're not there yet. I think Jerry would be, he'd be pleased. I don't think he would be satisfied yet. 
And Jerry's mission is for all of us to be together. And so Freedom Center is such an amazing organization. They've taken a hit because of COVID. So I think if we could all help them today, it'd be awesome. So you can either donate directly at freedomcenter.org or if you want to go to my Streamlabs, uh, streamlabs.com slash Johnny LaQuasto, I will donate 100% of everything you guys donate. And let's see if we can give them a pleasant surprise here on Juneteenth and, uh, and help them not only stay open, but continuing to further educate. So to further incentivize, because <clears throat> I know you guys love your shout outs and we love giving them to you. But if you do go to Johnny's Streamlabs, we will give you a shout out uh, during the show because that's mm-hmm. how you showed your support. So we want to show our support back to you. And if you are somebody who goes directly to the website to show support and you have Twitter, if you tweeted us at DC Movie News Live. B- DC Movie News. What's our Twitter handle, Johnny? <laughs> DC Movie News Live? DC Movie News Live? Jay, what's our Twitter handle? Uh, DC Movie News Live? We, we Apparently, we're not plugging that enough. Um, if you tweet us your donation, then we'll give you a shout out on the show also. And as Johnny so uh, kindly pointed out to me before the show, not everybody has Twitter. So mm-hmm. we will try to go by the honor system in the chat. If you are a jerk, then then you're a jerk and you have to sleep at night knowing that you made up the fact that you donated uh, and, and told us that you did. But otherwise, just let us know in the chat that you showed your support and we will give you a shout out here. So please, please open your hearts, open your wallets, and let's see what we can do today for the National Underground Railroad Freedom Center. Uh, much appreciated. Now let's get into some DC movie news because that's what we are here for today. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. Most of that stuff is fandom related, so we'll be talking all about uh, that event that will be taking place that I'm sure if you are a fan of this show, you certainly will be watching. Also, Wonder Woman continues to get that little bit of a push. So we'll but be speaking about that. It's not a bad thing for her push, though. Yeah. Would her push say? isn't a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. We'll talk about it. We'll talk yeah. about all of that, of course. I'm glad you said that because the, the push ain't too bad. We'll give it that. And then, of course, you guys know my favorite time of the show, TV Time, has big news today because all of you who have not watched Watchmen are in for a surprise and a treat. So let's get right into this, uh, starting with Fandom. Is anybody else having a hard time saying that name? Well, I'm saying Fandom. Yeah, I don't know. I've just said (laughs) Fandom for so many years. Don't you feel like I'm emphasizing the dome too hard? Fandom? Well, I think it's like the Terra Dome. You know what I'm saying? That, that's how I try to look at it. But at the same time, I don't want to look at DC Comics and all the things they're doing from the kids verse to the watch verse as a, as a battle of gladiators just trying to get out for supremacy in water. Like, I don't want to look at it that way. Yeah. Can I be completely honest with you guys for a second? Please? I think Please. you know where I'm going with this, but I'm not sure. And Biodome with Polly kids. Shore. Nope. I'm oh, sorry oh, to all the God. kids out there. But when I think of the word dome, I think of one thing. Oh, that. And that thing is uh, a sexual act. That oh, oh, that oh. Is, that that is, when I think of Dome, oh. that is what I think of. I'm sorry. And I know Ryan Nelson, oh. our amazing producer right now, is cringing hearing me say that. I'm sorry, Ryan. Oh, oh I, I was trying not to be the person to think of that. But, uh, oh, that's oh, what, God. Oh. When I hear Dome th- and then fan Dome. Yeah. Hey, look. <laughs> well, I mean, Roxy, it is a virtual event. So, you know, people have, they, they can very well take part in multitask during the 24 hour event if they'd like yeah, to. You, not, you didn't make it sound any better, Johnny. 
You yeah, just did, I know like, a lot of a lot I'm of trying to spin it. are virtual. You, I'm um, trying to spin it. I'm trying to spin it somehow. Okay? I know he's trying to help me, but I've buried myself too far deep. So we'll just keep on moving forward. We I'm, have a donation. We have a donation. Oh, talk to me from Joseph Boros. Thank yes, you very Joseph. much, Joseph. Joseph's a good person. Yeah, definitely. Love that. Okay. Thank you, Joseph. Um, maybe Joseph just wanted me to stop talking about Dome. Uh, so he was you know, trying to support. But let's talk about the actual event and not my weird um, thoughts on the name of it. Justice League Snyder Cut reveals uh, tease for DC fandom event, guys. Uh, there's been a ton of fandom stuff that's been... Mm-hmm. I can't say it. I can't say it. There's been a ton... Yeah. ton there's been a that's, bunch of stuff regarding DC's virtual Comic-Con that they are doing. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, very true. And actually, Jay, I'm glad that you just mentioned that because... Before we even get into this, I do want to say it's interesting that we are just learning about virtual Comic-Con and this is coming out at the same time as that. Um, what do you guys think about the the timing of that all? This isn't new. I mean, they've been I've been a part of two already. So early two already done, what of the of the of conventions? Virtual yeah. Of virtual Comic-Cons. I've been a part of two already. So once it was pretty much decided that Comic-Con season as a whole in person was done due to COVID-19, people decided that, you know, or different organizers decided they didn't want people to lose those experiences. And Mm. so that's where the virtual Comic-Con comes from. Now, San Diego's in itself, which is Comic-Con at home, I don't know how that's going to go. That's going to be weird because now DC is doing its entire thing on its own. So do you think that DC will not be partaking in San Diego's Comic-Con virtual free Comic-Con as well? I don't think they'll, well, think about this, anything that they would normally release at like any trailers, any, you know, first looks, this, that, and the third, you're not getting those there. It's going to be at fandom. It's going to fandom, of course, because it would make only make sense to go in your own centralized hub. Now, Marvel may have a heavy presence with this. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. that may be a thing. That, but it seems like that at Comic-Con every year, um, sorry, Johnny, that it goes back and forth, like Marvel heavy, DC heavy, Marvel heavy, DC heavy. So maybe you're right, Jay, that this is just more of a Marvel heavy Comic-Con year. Johnny, what are you thinking? I was going to say, plus they announced it's a 24-hour event. So I don't know how much you have left over after a 24-hour event to throw into Hall H, the virtual Hall H, if you will. Um, I do have an exact quote here from Fan Dome. It is an unprecedented opportunity to hear from the cast and creators behind your favorite feature films and TV series, including Aquaman, The Batman, Batwoman, Black Adam, Black Lightning, DC Superhero Girls, DC's Legends of Tomorrow, DC Stargirl, Doom Patrol, The Flash, Harley Quinn, Lucifer, Pennyworth, Shazam, The Snyder Cut, The Suicide Squad, Supergirl, Superman and Lois, Teen Titans, uh, Watchmen, Young Justice, Outsiders, and of course, coming this October 2nd, Wonder Woman 84. Woohoo! Party! And, and Comic Con at home for San Diego's is the exact still weekend that Comic Con was supposed to happen. So that's yes. first, Johnny. So that's mm-hmm. before DC fandom. So that's what I'm saying. Like they're gonna get you for to get trailers to. You're probably gonna get Titan season three trailer. You're gonna get the Wonder Woman trailer again. You're gonna finally get the Batman trailer. That's you're talking Darren. about at fandom, not at fandom. At yes, at, at, at fandom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're gonna so, get that. What else has to come out? Um, we'll probably get announced who Ryan Walker is, who because we'll talk about that later in TV time for the right. new Batwoman. You'll get announced mm-hmm. that. Uh, I think that's... Being announced with a with an actual, like, I was going to say she comes out on stage, but 
you, yeah, you might do it. They might do a virtual, like the way we're doing this now. They may do something like that. But I think those are the main things you're getting. Of course, when it comes to, you might actually get the plot points of Shazam 2, because we don't know fully what that is. Aquaman 2, we may get plot points on that. Uh, as far as Black Adam, I mean, at this point, I'm just like, yo, just show me he got a suit on. At least show me you got that much progress. You know what I'm saying? Because like, yeah. we know he's Black Adam. We've been known he's Black Adam. You may also get, and I just saw it in chat, somebody's right, we might get the announcement for Harley Quinn season three because as of right after this week, next the next week is the season finale. And they have not officially been given the order yet for season three. Yeah. And Patrick Schumacher, and Jane Laurie, or Justin Halpern, the showrunners, they won't tell me a thing yet. Yeah, they came on here. They wouldn't tell us either. But you know what I really want from Fandom? What I'm really hoping, um, and Johnny, thank you for listing all the things that we're going to kind of hear about. Also, just for anybody who doesn't know, it's a 24-hour virtual event like we've talked about. It's happening on um, August 22nd, which is a pre-birthday party for Jay Washington that's being thrown. Yeah. Um, and there's, and there's a Blurred and Bougie house party too. So if you came to the Blurred, Blurred and Bougie party at San Diego Comic-Con last year on the boat with DJ D-Nice, got another one going down. So I'm kicking off the B-Day in style, baby. I love that, baby. Um, so it is all of that. There will be, of course, guests and announcements. But what I'm really looking for from this event is I am looking for clarity on HBO Max, HBO Go, HBO Now, DC Universe. What is DC Universe? So I need to know, you have my subscription on DC Universe. What does that mean? Oh, I can tell you that. No way you can tell me that, Jay. You have the shows that are DC Universe shows that are set, that are locked in stone right now. You think think DC Universe is going to stay? As of right now... Yes, I think the only reason I think it might move over, because again, if you watch Stargirl, the quality of the show, Stargirl has a HBO Max budget. Yeah, now, but Stargirl is on CW as well. I get I, because they know every what they're trying to do is trying to use that to get people to get it more. So they have everybody watching on CW. You have everybody watching CW. You have everybody see the show and get into it, which is actually good. Yo, Stargirl is a good show. I haven't seen it yet, but Jay. You have to watch it. Come I, on. I just you, got, they just released cannot, the press episode six, so it's going to be worth it. Go uh, ahead, John. You cannot claim to me that you are clear on when things drop on HBO. I, I'm with you. I have the press point one. So things drop yeah. early. So I'm confused. But I, So I'm not as confused because it's just in there. So I get to watch. But when <laughs> I go to the non-press one, when are things dropping? Why are they dropping here, but then on HBO also? Why are some of the DC Universe shows that were DC Universe, like Titans, going over to HBO instead Make of budget. DCU? But the, I need clarity. Like, they need to explain oh, to me. Oh, I get what you're a DC show. Some of them are on HBO. Some of them are on DC Universe. Mm-hmm. This is how we're making the decision. I just don't understand anymore what DC Universe is, other than a place that I can read my comic books. And my shows are there as well as in their other places like i just want clarity there's so many things going on with the warner media group no other platform has 15 different ways that you access their content just like let me write it out for me no i got it i got you completely i completely get where you're coming from um no i i agree it's a lot like when you throw christmas lights on the floor you're like wait which direction are we going but when it comes to like dc Wait, Johnny, I'm not moving on from that. It's like, what? 
you know, Christmas, when you throw Christmas lights on the ground. Christmas lights on the to, floor? You're, yeah, you're supposed to decorate <laughs> with them, but how do you get them untangled? That's how I feel about the 19 different HBOs. You said that like it's like, it's like comparing apples. Come to make everybody else this. <laughs> like, it's look, like throwing Christmas lights on the ground. Kalinowski's not here. Someone's got to represent Christmas today. That's all. That's I'm so true. Uh, I think that what may happen, honestly, Roxy, I think they may finally, hopefully, decide that HBO. Well, I said this on Movie Talk back in the day when they first announced that HBO Max was happening. I was like, oh, so that means they're gonna absorb DC Universe, right? Because that would only make sense. Yeah. And I, I'm hoping that be the case because people aren't buying DC Universe in the way they thought people were gonna get DC Universe. Let's just keep it real. So more people are going to HBO Max, especially if if my theory is correct, that Stargirl is going to lead into the Green Lantern series. I really believe it, but yeah. which is going to be on HBO Max. You so, really think that? You really do? That Stargirl will lead to the HBO, uh, to Green Lantern? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, here, here's a question I have. And I think, Roxy, to follow up your question, were you asking if we thought DC Universe was going to stick altogether? I don't even know you know there's what is which of my holidays which of my jewish holidays is this i think it's passover where we say like the child who does not even know enough to ask that's me right now i don't even know if that was my question johnny because i'm so confused by the platform that i think the question is is this going to exist but the question really could be if it does exist how is it existing or what is the plan moving forward i kind of have all the questions well it's a solid question because they are you know they're canceling their daily show which who knows what the reasoning is? Maybe the ratings are bad. Maybe the show costs too much money with paying out the talent and the production. Who really knows? But when you're canceling kind of the the one sh- original content show that is catered around promoting the network, it makes you kind of wonder a little bit, right? Wait, which show would that be? DC Daily. Oh, well, I don't think, honestly, I don't think this is no disrespect to anyone on the show. I don't think DC Daily was what they were mainly focusing on. DC mm-hmm. Universe has always been predicated on the original shows. It's right. always been predicated on Titans, Doom Patrol, Rested Soul Swamp Thing, you know what I'm saying? Harley Quinn. It's been always about those shows. And those shows have proven solid. Now, granted, Titans has been like, now y'all want to get it together, kind of. But Doom Patrol is a hit. Yeah, because yeah. it's so it's- good. You know what I'm saying? Dual Patrol is a hit. And so they're, they get, that's why season two, I, you, you haven't you had a chance to watch it yet, Rox. No, I so haven't two. seen it yet, but I know we've got oh. three in there right now, right? Yes, you got to watch it. Watch all three. I'll Another just donation. Say- Another donation. Uh-huh. It doesn't say a name. It says Caesar International Incorporated. Thank you, Caesar, for your donation. That we is appreciate Mr. Glenn Caesar, I'm pretty sure. Well, there you go. There you uh, go. I adore. Love but him. yeah, I'm, I'm with you. He's got that HBO Max budget, Rox. It's got that they put more money in this this season. Okay, well, I loved it last season, but when you say it's a hit, Jay, it is. I, it's a hit, as in it's fire. But is it a hit, as in millions of people are watching it? Well, of course. Again, remember, everybody didn't get DC Universe. I know that's so the problem. That's why, but they have HBO, so you would think they're going to shift the things. Well, so originally. Doom Patrol season two was supposed to be just an HBO Max thing. Right. Again, trying to get people to subscribe to it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's weird how, again, I, I understand it is confusing and it's very convoluted having these two streaming platforms. And you're like, well, one goes here, one goes here, one goes here, one goes here. 
And some of the DC content is going to the non-DC platform, which is bizarre. I do want to say a couple of things based on what we were just talking about. Number one, probably my favorite troll move that's ever taken place on this show just happened by our very own producer, Ryan Nelson, who was putting up Christmas lights. I saw that. (laughs) Next to our faces. That was so good. Um, Ryan, I think that needs to be an ongoing bit on the show whenever we're saying something stupid, like when I'm talking about Dome. Just put up those Christmas lights. Uh, You guys who are watching the show live, you heard it first. That's how it's happening. My second thing I wanted to talk about was DC Daily, which we have not talked about. A lot of us have friends that are on that show. All of us have friends that are on that show. All of us have a lot of friends that are on that show. Um, and I, I honestly don't really know anyone on the show. I'll be honest with you. No way. That's not I don't true. think so. Who? You know Clark. You know Clark. I really don't know her. Her and I barely, I've, I've met Hector, her maybe once. You, know Mark- you knew Marquia? Yeah. Oh, I did know her. I knew Marquia, yes. But everyone yeah. else, I, I maybe met like once. I swear to God, I don't really so. know everyone that well. Okay, well, sorry, Johnny. Jay and I have a lot of friends on the show. <laughs> um, I'm just being honest. That's all, you know. And here, I, honestly, I know everybody on the show and I really like um the people that are on the show and anytime that you lose your job it sucks so please send out extra support to them right now i know that i saw sam levine i believe post about um bring back dc daily i know that people are trying to like uh you know reboot it or whatever and i'm rooting for our friends over there i'm rooting for clark i'm rooting for hector i'm rooting for sam humphreys i'm rooting for sam levine um i'm i'm rooting for them all because especially during this time of COVID losing your job is so rough. Um, And anybody who wants to talk about DC, I want them to be able to talk about DC. So just sending a second of love. And I know it would mean a lot to the people who were part of those shows to uh, reach out to them. I didn't even say Tiffany, but reach out to them and just, you know, let them know if you loved their show, send them support, send them love, because I'm sure that they would want that as I have needed that in the past when I've lost my plethora of jobs and I'm sure you guys too. So uh, just send love. And we're thinking about you guys, our friends at DC daily going back to the dome. Can I just call it that now? Yes. Call it the dome. Call it the, the FD dome. going back to the FD. Uh, that wasn't cool rocks. Let's talk about Snyder cut. Cause we talk about it every single week on this show for the yeah. last several years. Right. Snyder cut is going to, we're going to learn more about it in the dome, under the dome, through the dome. There's going to be more uh, about the Snyder yes. cut. Yes. We know yes. that it's coming to HBO max, but we're going to get some Snyder cut updates. Uh, what are you guys hoping that means? We're going to sneak peek. What this- are we seeing? I'm going to step away from this conversation because I have my beliefs on the whole thing with Snyder Cut and it ain't that high. It's just, what do you want? Like, you're going to get the same, you're getting the same Justice League movie you already got with extra scenes dropped in. Well, I mean, the teaser was pretty awesome. It's a good point, Johnny. Let's check it out and then we can kind of break it down a little more. Uh, Ryan, if you could pull that up for us, let's check out the small teaser that was dropped for the Snyder Cut. Ooh, fire's intense, you know? It's always a good start to something. I love, I love a good fire, yeah. Rhymes with Stryer. And there's that's, a, a good, that's a good suit jacket. That's yeah. true. There's a good voice over here from Lex Luthor just saying, like, God is dead and now... Jocks. Ryan, Im- intimidate it. I mean, uh, what's it called? Not intimidate. Imitate? <laughs> Imitate. I mean, I Gods just, are dead. I just don't... Jay, okay. speak honestly. Go ahead. No, I just don't... Okay, I, I watched I watched this tra- I watched this little teaser trailer, right? Right. Thirty four seconds. If you go in the comment threads on YouTube just to scroll down it, 
you have people literally going, this 34 seconds is better than the whole Justice League. Now, look, I think collectively oh. as a whole, I think collectively as a whole, we all agree the Justice League was not a good movie. As a whole, collectively, right? But again... I, I am torn on the movie still. I liked it a lot more the first time I saw it. I have, I think there are good parts and some not so great parts, but it, would I say that the movie is the greatest movie ever? This, that wouldn't come out of my mouth. And me, I enjoyed it, but I will say this as often as I need to. I'm not a movie critic. And I'll be honest when I say it doesn't take a lot to impress me. So I'm not really <laughs> the person to ask whether or not a movie is good. If I'm intrigued, if I'm entertained, then I'm good. And that's how I felt about Justice League. I did like it, but I'm really stoked for Zack Snyder's finally Justice League. I'm wondering with the trailer, there are more of it that we're going to see at the Dome uh what people are hoping to see do they want all unseen footage do they Which want would make no sense because right. if you get all the unseen footage at fandom what is the point of waiting on the cut well right. i think jay theoretically what we're hearing is that he you know initially he said like it could be a six plus hour movie so i don't think there's any way in a one minute two minute three minute trailer you could get all that because there's so much footage and he also has millions of dollars to um create new imagery and whatnot so sure. i don't know which is one of my biggest issues with this like this like the statement that toby 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 emmerich and the rest of the warner media heads and everybody gave was that when they decided to release this this is because they listen to the fans and let's just be realistic and let's look at this from a business it is not because they listen to the fans money money money, they, money it was all because of money and they did not have <laughs> enough pre-subscriptions for hbo max so they wanted people to go ahead and say you they literally dropped it a week before hbo max dropped and released they literally said hey we're getting us uh, not you're getting the snyder cut so they want people to get the subscription tell people it's going to be six it's going to be like six hours which means they're going to make it six weeks so you can't just get one subscription and watch it one day and be done you know get the free trial then they tell everybody initially it's 20 to 30 mil to finish. Now the 30 mil goes up to 40 to 50 mil. They're hoping to make $50 million in subscriptions at minimum mm. to justify this. This is not one of those things that they really wanted to do. This is a financial thing. Like, come on, y'all. I think, Jay, though, to play devil's advocate a little bit, yes, any, any move that's made by a business is a financial move. That's mm -hmm. what businesses are. However, because the fans vocalized their opinion on this, that's how DC knew this was going to make money. So they did listen to the fans. They heard the fans say, if you do this, we will pay. So, you know, they did it because of money. But the fans speaking up is why they knew that that would be financially. But they have to. Yeah, but now when it's going up on the bill rocks, like, again, when you say 20, 30 mil, right, originally, Everybody, we, we all look at it like 20, 30 million is nothing to Warner Media when you look at what Warner Media is. Neither is 50. <laughs> but at the same time, you having $50 million to finish a movie that would to redo it, to recut a movie. You have to recut an entire movie, re-edit it, re-add visual, add new and re-add visual effects. You got to do all these different things in hopes, in the hopes that you recoup this money in subscriptions. I see your point, but I, I can only speak for myself, but... To me, I, I don't have a lot of time. I don't watch a lot of things. I've made it very clear I don't. But I will pay for HBO Max to see this. So I don't know how many other people out there are like me, but that's what I plan on doing. Let's keep it moving, guys, because there's mm -hmm. also The Rock confirms that Black Adam News is coming to DC yes. Fandom. 
I, I know Johnny, this is something, and Jay, you too, uh, as two big rock fans, this is something that probably gets you guys more excited. Not more excited than me, that, but just excited. Equally as excited. You want the dome from the rock. You need the rock to give the dome. What happened? Uh, what are you guys thinking? What are you hoping? Are you excited that this isn't the swerve that you thought it was for so long, Johnny, that we're actually going to be getting this? What are you thinking? Oh, I always thought it was going to happen. I, we just didn't think it was going to happen soon. And obviously it hasn't been soon. because It's been yeah. a couple of years that The Rock has been talking about it. But look, I've said it many times. Anything Dwayne Johnson does, I'm on board. I'm ready to vote for him. After a couple of weeks ago when he laid in to he who shall not be named, who's supposed to be leading Where our country, and just leaders? laid into him for eight minutes, I was like, you got my vote, my friend. Uh, Jay, what do you think? How is how is Black Adam going to tie in? If it's coming out in late 2021, how do you see it playing out? The problem, so it has to be a, like a prequel origin in a sense, because you have to know how he became Black Adam. And it, it literally has to go, because I'm assuming, so his Black Adam is an anti-hero, which is kind of weird. But it's got to, his movie has to go some way to where it leads to the present, where eventually he has to have that interaction with the Shazam family. Because if you remember in the deleted scene that they released, there's the empty chair in the uh, the Rock of uh, Magic, the Cave of Magic. I forgot the name of it. It's all skips my brain right now. But there's an empty chair. What the there's hell is a it six- called? The... I just had it in my head. uh, You guys will let us know in the chat. I just had it in my head. It's called, uh, but if there's an empty chair and then Faith's character, who's the grown Megan Good, she says, who's the other chair for? The other chair is for Black Adam. And so his movie has to lead into Shazam 3 because that's finally either Shazam 3 or just the post-credit scene to Shazam 2. It also uh, is worth noting that the post that The Rock actually made said the hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about to change. So that gives us a nice little nice little tease there. And then he also says this one is for you, the fans. Thank you to the fans in the chat. It's The Rock of Eternity. It was all, I don't know why it skipped my mind. I apologize. No, me too. And the second you said it, I couldn't think of it. So thank you guys all in here. Um, also, speaking of the fans, uh, I do want to make sure anybody who's tuning in now knows that we are trying to show support currently to the National Underground Railroad Freedom Center. Johnny, if they want to show support, how can they do that? Real simple. You can uh, go to freedomcenter.org and you can donate directly on the website or go to streamlabs.com slash Johnny Loquasto. That's J-O-N-N-Y-L-O-Q-U-A-S-T-O. And I'm going to donate 100% of the proceeds directly to the Freedom Center. They're an amazing organization. Go to the website anyway. You can educate yourself about a lot of things. It's a wonderful organization. So we're trying to do some good today on this Juneteenth. Uh, also, let's talk a little Wonder Woman because that's one of our favorite things to talk about the show always. Wonder Woman has been delayed again, uh, moving from August to October. But, Jay, you said that this is not a bad thing. Talk to me. They're guaranteeing it comes out of theaters, plain and simple. You think October is a guarantee? Yeah, it's a guarantee for, for it to come out in theaters because now we've got the word that AMCs are opening up with the safety precautions and whatnot. Other theaters have begun seeing they're opening up. They don't want this to have to be a digital release. They want to get everything they can get out of the box office. And October, as if everything pans out, I mean, let's just be realistic. Mm-hmm. If everything pans out, is a safe bet in theaters. But AMC has said that they are opening up July 15th. Wow. Uh, Wonder Woman was supposed to be mid-August. 
Right, but you, a lot of people have already said, even when stuff started opening up early, they were like, I'm not going out immediately. So you so mean you, you think this is a guarantee people will actually go to the theater? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a guarantee. People, yeah. October is like, it's a guarantee people are like, okay, I think it's, if everything goes well, everything is good and safe enough to go out, then they'll go see it. And also, it, it's going to be varying state to state. I mean, as someone who is uh, currently residing in Florida, Florida is wilding out right now. I mean, the corona cases have been spiking to immense levels. And I live in the heart of downtown of my city. And guaranteed tonight, there's going to be people running everywhere within bars and clubs with no mask on. So we don't know how bad this is going to get because people don't know how to act. So things could change. I feel like there's no certainty here. Because we don't know when another spike is going to be. We don't know what's going to happen. So hopefully this does work out for them. With everything else aside, if you eliminate COVID and you eliminate um, anything that's currently going on in the world, obviously I feel like Wonder Woman is a good summer movie. I feel like it's a good summer box office movie. Um, And Mm -hmm. I was really looking forward to it being a summer movie in June, then July, then August. October is not that which is totally fine because you can't eliminate everything going on in the world. It is happening. So makes sense that they're moving it. I hope it works out for them. I really hope we don't have to push it again. And uh, I can't wait to see what I believe will be an incredible movie. Let's talk James Gunn. James Gunn uh, says that John Cena's character will make fans freak out. Um, Freak out, obviously, again, good show for both of you guys to be on considering you're our wrestling um, experts, but this is this is something that he said on Twitter. A little late for the suggestions, considering we finished filming in February. But thanks nonetheless, and you're going to freak out on how amazing John Cena is in the Suicide Squad as the character he does play. This was in response to a fan named Isaiah Jordan who said, "These are my suggested characters. I think John Cena should play in Suicide Squad 2, uh, directed by James Gunn, from left to right: Bane, Black Spider, Copperhead, Deathstroke." KG Beast, uh, Solomon Grundy. So James Gunn was saying that's late, but that we're going to freak out. What do you think that means, Jay? Any thoughts on what we're going to be seeing with John Cena? I'm trying to see. I can't remember if he, who was playing Ratcatcher, because I think they announced it. Yeah, it's uh, Daniela Melchior. I think if if Cena is Solomon Grundy, I think that'll be the dopest thing because he could do it. Yeah, you know, he with could that do hair, it, for sure. He could do it with that hair. That hair would explain, because Johnny, you know how his hair has been lately. Like it's different from when he did Fast and Furious, the way it's like laid out, it's grown out. Mm-hmm. I could see him being Grundy. Because I never thought about them using Solomon Grundy in this situation because they've tried and they're doing it on Stargirl, which I'm waiting to see how it looks. But if you do Solomon Grundy, I'm cool with it. Well, yeah, I mean, when you're when you have the physique of John Cena and just the the charisma and the presence of John Cena, you, there's only a few. <laughs> it's only a few options. I mean, Cena is absolutely at the top of his game. He's been the face of WWE for such a long time, and he's been just nailing it in feature films now. So, having him involved in any way is a massive massive event and accomplishment very excited to see and i'm glad that we don't know i'm a big fan of mystery you know let people keep uh guessing a little while and solomon grundy has been a member of the suicide squad before i think solomon grundy would be a great choice going through these for a second bane does not make much sense unless you're going with that carly quinn animated series type of bane who's got that 
size oh. and humor or something. Oh, yeah. Something I have a mobile. I got to move from the parking lot. Um, Deathstroke. I just can't see that. I don't think Cena would be the pick for Deathstroke. Um, KG Beast is an interesting option, but I do agree that Solomon Grundy would be the one. I don't think Black Spider, Copper, or Copperhead would make anybody freak out. See, I think I'm, Solomon I'm Grundy. Leaning, I'm leaning towards Peacemaker myself, but. Well, that wasn't on this list, Johnny. You can make oh. your own decisions, though. Um, and that was like the initial, that was who people thought he was initially when he was cast. Yeah. Everybody was like he was Peacemaker. But with the way Gunn is talking, he can't be Peacemaker. Okay. Because I don't way, think that would make like people go crazy. Peacemaker. Yeah. But him we'll being see. Peacemaker the way it is, like, we're already going to see him in a bad guy type role, action role when it comes to Fast F9. You know what I'm saying? So it's nothing new now. It's nothing new now. But Sol- him and Solomon Grundy? would be dope oh yeah yeah i agree uh we'll just have to wait and see but you know after the snyder cut was announced uh release the air cut is something that we keep hearing about it's release all cuts guys release all cuts but suicide squad director confirmed that the joker killed dick grayson that was confirmed um he writes back this isn't a tweet so he was tweeted out by a fan named Ajia Ikut, um, who says, we are very confused after knowing it's Dick Grayson. How come? Please be clear if this is possible because they were doing an exchange between Maruf uh, Hussein, and, which, who's a fan, and Zack Snyder because Maruf Hussein said, do you mean to say Jason Todd when asked which Robin is dead? David Ayer said Jason was dead in Suicide Squad. And then Zack Snyder responded, no Dick Grayson. Um, Maruf said, did you guys have, did you have plans to dive deeper into the background of Dick's death in your future movies? Maybe JL. And then Zack Snyder says a hint in JL. And then David Ayer retweets all of this kind of screenshots, retweets all of it and says, what is confusing? Joker killed Dick Grayson. That was Zack's original intent. So that's pretty, uh, clear. Can't get much clearer than that. What's confusing? Joker killed Dick Grayson. I, uh, the, the picture Ryan just put up is what makes it confusing. Because that's the Robin suit. Like I'm Joker not saying killed- that the movie's not confusing. I'm just saying they're giving us the answer, which is that in his universe, that was Dick Grayson. Yeah, but again, so the thing is Suicide Squad, Batman v Superman, and Justice League, all these were part, Man of Steel are all part of one, you know, continual thing. So that's where it gets, because it's like Joker didn't kill Dick Grayson. He bashed Jason Todd's face in with a crowbar. Like, yeah well, okay don't don't forget there's the quote from batman he said joker took something important for me now i'm going to take something from him so i don't know what do you guys think at home make sure you're letting us know are you cool with the fact that air came out and just said this is dick grayson did that clear some things up for you or did that make it even more complicated if you're watching this after the fact leave your thoughts in the comments or let us know in the chat right now moving on yeah. to zoe kravitz though guys uh the year one she read year one to prepare for her role of Catwoman. Uh, I liked everything she's been doing in quarantine. You know, she's talked about staying in shape, reading year one, um, just in general, uh, cutting her hair. I feel like she's really spent this time prepping for character stuff. What do you guys think? Do you think if you are cast in a major Batman movie, and especially in which year one might be referenced or pulled from, that is important to read the source material? Hell yeah, it is. Absolutely. I think any job you get hired for, whether you're an actor, whether you're a host, clearly whether you're any other profession, if you're getting hired for a specific job, you better be as ready as possible to do that job. 
And in entertainment, yes. I mean, if you're selected to have a role like this, not many people get to entertainment, as we all know, a very difficult industry. And Zoe Kravitz is, you know, she's at the top and she has this amazing role. So kudos to her because I think it's really important to, to really dig in. She says she and thinks you, it's great and it's super badass. You know how many people sit there want to get in audition rooms just for the opportunity to try to be in a comic book movie now because of how much they make and the, the fanfare and what they do for people's careers? Because let's be realistic. If you're, in a, if you're a high profile actor in a comic book movie now, it literally skyrockets your career. Oh, yeah. Very and true. So, you want to make sure it. you give the best performance out of this. Like you want to go again. Zoe Saldana was already an avatar on top of being Gamora, but now she has more other things. And granted, she can't do them right now because she got to do avatars two, three, four, and nineteen. But you wow, have nineteen of them. Damn. <laughs> but you have this opportunity now, and this is this can be that role that cements you as a star, star in Hollywood. And so you're gonna give it all you got. Which I think Mad Max Fury Road. I mean, I already kind of cemented that for her, but still, I mean, yeah. Guys, let's move on to uh, our fave or my fave time of the show. It's time for Diva Time. Diva Time. <laughs> All right. I was well. going <laughs> to leave Roxy on an island with that dancing song. I was just going to, nope. All right. Thank you for letting Wait, me. Wait, it was just the fact Ryan had to come in with like. Da, da, da. Yeah, because we have a sound bite. It just can't play right now, I guess. So that's fine. Sorry. Um, it's a, no, Ryan, you're amazing. Um, Let's talk about something that I'm really excited about. I know that you guys are excited about as well. That Watchmen is currently available oh. for free on mm. HBO. So if you're one of those people who did not watch Watchmen because you did not have HBO because it's expensive as hell, then this is the perfect time for you. But it is not free forever so make sure you jump on this it is free from juneteenth which is today through sunday june 21st they're not giving you guys much time to watch all the episodes so you gotta start binging right after this show that is on hbo.com and free on demand and according to hbo this is an extension of the network's content offering highlighting black experiences voices and storytellers so make sure you watch this now. Jay, uh, I'm assuming you've already watched The Watchmen. Absolutely. Who watches The I will watch Watchmen? it again. I will watch it again. Just for, I love, I knew I was going to love Watchmen the way the show kicks off all together. The fact that they opened mm -hmm. everybody's eyes to the Black Wall Street Tulsa 1921 massacre. People who never knew about it, who after they saw it, they literally thought it might have been a joke. They thought it might have been something put in the show. And they had to, like a lot of people had to go to social media and actually research and realize this is a real thing that happened. And so it automatically showed you where they were going with the show. And each episode never let up on that, that struggle. It, it literally shows you how the police can be looked at and how things are now. Like how we're like, yeah, maybe give the police authorization to have to unlock their guns, things like that. And so if you haven't seen it, it's nine episodes. It is definitely worth it. It is a masterpiece. Yeah, this will for sure. Go ahead, Go ahead Johnny. Johnny. This, this will be my night for sure. And, and hopefully a good chunk of my weekend. Um, Cause you and, have not yeah, seen like, it yet, Johnny. I have not. No. And so I'm, I've been wanting to, and I'm very excited for it. Like Jay said, you know, the 1921 massacre is just another example of American history that we're not taught in schools that a lot of people still don't know about. And so um, kudos to HBO for making this free. And I hope as many people watch it as possible. I wish they gave us a week 
Uh, but yeah, I will take nice. I will take the weekend, and I appreciate that. To me, uh, this is the best comic book show that has ever aired. Uh, period. It's my number one. So even um, there are so many reasons to watch it this weekend, but just in general, there's always a reason to watch it because it's just incredible content. It's not so, to mention so the good. cast is phenomenal. Yeah, agreed. Uh, and I love Yaya Abdul Mateen the second. And uh, of course you did. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> just saying, just saying. Whatever. Pretend you don't love Regina King and her ripped arm. Oh, I'm not. I'm not who said I am? Look, I've been loving Regina King since two two seven. What is you talking about these streets? Mm-hmm. Been mm-hmm. loving Brenda since two two seven. What you talking? Ditto. Ditto with the two two seven. You know, we love it all. Jay, also, do we sing the song? Do we sing the song right now? Because I'm up for it. No, no place like home. Okay. Oh, no, keep going, Johnny and Jay. Yeah, it's good. You guys <laughs> sound really good. Really, really good. Our last story today in TV time is that Batwoman is replacing Ruby Rose, which we know, but they're replacing her character, Kate Kane, with a new character because there was all of these questions about what is happening here are they killing off her character or what uh ryan wilder is going to be the new title character of the show it's being rumored that she's going to be played by vanessa morgan this is making jay throw up his hand so i gotta ask you why well first of all ryan walker is not the guaranteed name that's the name they put out on castings so they cannot tell you the Mm. real name i the only problem i have with it is how they're removing Kate Kane. Instead of saying Kate Kane was killed, which makes it a lot easier to replace, they're doing the she's disappeared. And the problem with that is you still haven't solved the Bruce Wayne Batman disappearance. Yeah. So now well, now she's with him. But then you got both you got both Batman and Batwoman, Kate Kane and Bruce Wayne all missing and nobody in Gotham has put two and two together. Here's the deal though, Jay, cuz I don't disagree with you. However, I love that DC loves to keep their options open. And this, to me, the only reason to make the choice not to kill her off. Well, there's two, actually. There's two reasons why they wouldn't want to kill Kate Kane off. Number one, because they're hoping to bring her back at some point in a crossover, multiverse, although now we're all, there was crisis, so whatever. Uh, But they might be wanting to bring her back at some point. And number two, and this is the more legitimate reason in my eyes, is we know that Kill Your Gaze was a massive movement that we were raging against. This was what was happening several years ago when we started talking about how every gay character or many gay and queer characters on shows were being killed off. And people were tired of seeing LGBTQ plus characters die. So I get that. Yeah, and I, I know you do. I know you do. I'm just saying that I think that the CW specifically, after dealing with this on the 100, where that's what really majorly sparked the movement. Oh, I didn't know that. They yeah. probably were like, mm-mm. But at the same learned- time, Ruby's not coming back, though, at all. She doesn't want to do this. She's never coming you back. You don't think for a finale in Hell several no. years? I do. No. Jay, if we're in one episode in seven years from now, you don't think Ruby Rose would make an appearance? No. Okay. She t- when you tell that when you tell your crew and some of your cast members you don't need this you can go back to your feature life when you only want to work one or two days a week and four hours a day you don't want to be in this role at all so her coming back is absolutely a negative 
Mm, Johnny, what do you think? I can't say it any better than Jay, so I'm not going to say anything. Well, who can say anything any better than Jay? That's uh, Then none of us would speak. So we love you. Um, and that's all the time we have for DC can we talk movie Stargirl real quick? Real oh, quick. yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, honey. Go ahead. Because uh, I'm not watching it, and I will. I keep telling okay. people I I'll, will. I'll try to keep it non-spoilery. You need to check it out. They are redoing the JSA in modern day times. I used I did not know what it was going to be like when I first saw the trailers and the previews. Greg Basinger as Courtney Whitmore is amazing. She is a teenager at heart who is literally trying to learn life and she has to learn regular life and superhero life. And so she is literally making mistakes that a person growing up would make and she's recruiting other teenagers to fill in these new roles and, and the teens are the JSA. The teens are the JSA. Mm. And so they have to build up being superheroes on top of dealing with regular life. You know what I'm saying? That's the one thing they made sure not to forego. Like there's one trope of a girl whose family disowns her for a thing. And at the end of the episode, she pleads her case to her family. And in normal TV tropes, the family sits down for a second, looks at her, then goes, we love you. We're all together again, right? They don't have that happen at all, which Mm. is beautiful. Because it builds to the character's story. And so the way they're doing, and the villains are phenomenal. Like, you never would think you would see the Injustice Society and the Justice Society of America done this way. And again, it's that HBO Max money is shot beautifully. This show is shot cinematography. It's cinematography. It's shot cinematically. Excuse me. It's shot like a movie. All right, that's all I want to say. I'm and glad Luke you Wilson, did say it because they've been, asking, they've been asking every week on the show for us to talk about it. And I feel like I've been letting people down. So I'm glad that you were able to speak about this. Johnny, um, before we get out of here, I know that you're encouraging people to continue to please support. So one more time, can you talk about how they can show support and also where they can find you, Johnny? Oh, yeah. First off, Gregory Castillo, thank you for your donation. I appreciate you. Uh, you can go to streamlabs.com slash Johnny LaQuasto or go to freedomcenter.org. Just educate yourself about, you know, the Underground Railroad and, and Juneteenth. And there's so much on that website, amazing information that a lot of us uh, don't know. So freedomcenter.org, you can donate directly to them or streamlabs.com slash Johnny LaQuasto. And as far as me goes, the only uh, request I have this week is if you're on Twitter or Instagram, follow an account called at Haunts and Hops, H-A-U-N-T-S and Hops. Can't really say why, but it's something coming up. So if you don't mind giving it a follow, I appreciate you. Oh, cryptic. Love that. Um, all right, Jay, I know that you'll be, we'll, they'll be seeing you more on the show because we love having you as a guest. So in the future, I hope you will come back. But for now, until then, where can they keep up with you and all the things you're doing? Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, and Mr. J Washington. Uh, my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash JAYWashington80. I actually do weekly reviews of Stargirl up there. Me and Winston A. Marshall do weekly reviews of Harley Quinn. We're going to start dropping the Doom Patrol reviews next Thursday when Doom Patrol drops. So it's all of these different things on the channel, movie reviews and more. Uh, the Mad Titan podcast, y'all already know. Find out everywhere you get podcasts from. Blurds in the Hood every Tuesday live, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Blurds in the Hood YouTube channel and Twitch channel. All both of them are the slash blurs in the hood. And if you want to show some Juneteenth love, you can Venmo or cash at me, Mr. J. Washington. I love that. Show that <laughs> love, people. Show that love. I got also, you, Jay. Love to our amazing producer, Ryan Nilsson. You guys can find him at Ryan Nilsson. Thank you, Ryan, for always doing us press, uh, justice and proud. I was combining those words, prestice. 
Um, don't forget to spend this weekend giving support, giving love, and as always, giving a lot of dome. I'm Roxy Stryer. You can find me at Roxy Stryer, and we'll see you next week producing movie news. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. Hey, we're out. Johnny, I hit you. Roxy, I love you. Text me. I all love your you, babe. Bye, honey. Text me all your be- Ryan, I love you too, so you don't feel left out the love. <laughs> hey. Great uh, stuff. Great.